following program is intended for mature audiences. The time is now for the hardest hitting, yet completely trivial football show on the planet. You are in rarefied territory. Ladies and gentlemen, well, well to the broken helmet. Let's rock. And coming to you live on tape on this Sunday, October 17th, week six game day. Yes, we are recording here live at 10.55, almost 11 o'clock here on the Sunday, sitting back with our feet up on the ottoman, coffee in hand, watching the Miami Dolphins face off against the Jacksonville Jaguars out in London. Yes, it is another 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time London game start. So we got a little bit of action in the morning. Not great action. The NFL continues to bludgeon the people of London with terrible football as the representation for the National Football League. Why? Who knows? But God, they somehow manage to get nothing but shit out there. Part of the reason is that Jaguars are the member club they continually send out there. And the Jaguars have not been good for ages. They had that one crazy year a couple of years ago. But outside of that, it has not been good for the Jacksonville franchise at least uh, for a long, long time. And London, unfortunately, gets a heavy dosage of the Jaguars in all these games. But anyway, the Dolphins currently up in this game looked like 13-3 to as they went to break. Not exciting to watch in the least. You have the battle of the... One surefire number one pick, and which was Trevor Lawrence, and the other one, which should have been a surefire number one pick in Tua, had he not suffered a pretty traumatic injury to his hip, which then forced him to slide down the charts, but still got scooped up there by the Dolphins uh, early in the first round. And now you are seeing the two very notable college quarterbacks face off in the pros here. And it looks like it's it's basically all Tua right now. But anyway, th- this game is going on and will not be relevant to any of the gambling talk because this game is already going on. So unless you're doing intro game betting, which I will not be talking about. There's no point in me sitting here and boring everybody with a live game not applicable to this podcast. So, off we go to the games of this week. Again, week six, we have a couple of buys this week. The Jets, Falcons, Saints, and 49ers will all be sitting on their couch like I am watching these games from home. The rest of the teams will be split up into our one and four o'clock games. We obviously then have the night games. At four o'clock, we have three games this week. So we usually have four, but this week we have three. And they are at least one really good game. And then another one, kind of no, and then one third one, which is kind of like But anyway, we will begin with the one o'clock games. And we will start off at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey, where the Los Angeles Rams will start this week off as a road favorite against the Giants. Right now, the Rams are eight-point favorites in this game. The over-under is 49 points. 
The Sharps are going to be coming in on the Giants and that eight-point spread. The tickets and money heavily on the Rams, and those numbers have gone up from earlier in the week. So the Sharps did not have an angle earlier in the week. They came in on the Giants. Everything else has come in on the Rams and still does. Now, the spread itself has come down from 10 points originally down to 8. Reason being, obviously, there was big news this week where Daniel Jones somehow cleared concussion protocol. And even though it looked like Tyson had hit him square in the jaw in the middle of the football field, and he couldn't even stand as he stumbled to get off that carpet in Texas, he somehow cleared the concussion protocol and is going to play today. So while the spread was 10 earlier in the week, it is now down to 8. As for the injury uh, report. Obviously, the Giants have more notables than the Rams because the Rams have none. None at all. There's nothing on that injury report for them. Meanwhile, for the Giants, you have Saquon Barkley. Ow. Kenny Galladay. Ow. And then you have a bunch of questionables. Uh, ben Bredenson and Anthony Thomas, both linemen for a line that's not that good to begin with. They are questionable. And then their wide receiving core is also has two people of note. Darius Slayton, who's been out the past couple of weeks, and Kadarius Tony, who had his monster game last week, but then walked off the field after he got thrown out for throwing a punch. Idiot. And he had a bum ankle or something to that regard. So, Slayton is going to be trying to come back. Kadarius Tony is going to be trying not to go out. And so, those two for the wide receiving core will be questionable. So, as uh, you know, it looks right now, like I had mentioned, the money and tickets have continued to come in on the Rams. They're heavily favored in both regards. Both my brother and I ended up taking the Rams. We took them with the 10 points. We didn't get them here with the 8 because, obviously, Jones has come back in, and that has impacted that spread there. So... East Rutherford, we will have to see if he can really make it through that game. I would assume with a independent neurologist, it's not really that big of a concern. But again, pretty shocking seeing how loopy he was after taking that shot last week on that run. So next game up will be going out to Indianapolis, where the Colts will be hosting the Texans. The Colts are currently a 10-point favorite, up half a point from earlier in the week. Right now, the Sharps are going to come in on the Colts. The money pool is barely on the Colts, and then the tickets are going to side with the Texans. Again, small margins here. 53% of the tickets like the Texans, 52% of the money like the Colts. The over-under in this one is 53 and a half. As for the injury report, right now the Texans are going to be out. Offensive lineman Laramie Tunsil, obviously a solid guy on their line, but he is going to be out with the thumb injury. Otherwise, for the Colts, Rodrigo Blankenship, he's going to be out. So the uh, Rex Specs wonder there uh, that kicks the ball for them will not be kicking this week. They ended up digging up Michael Badgley, the old Chargers kicker, and he is going to be in there kicking for the Colts this week. Otherwise, let's see if there's any 
note, uh, people notable for the Colts that have injury. Xavier Rhodes, uh, the cornerback, he is questionable with a concussion. So anyway, as the week has gone on, the Texans have gotten really no love because when we look at the shift of tickets and money, they have come in heavily in favor of the Colts. So even though when we were talking about total percentages, it's pretty even. Earlier in the week, the Colts only had 40% of the tickets. Now they've got 47. They only had 23% of the money. Now they've got 52. So the Colts are getting a ton of love here coming in to Sunday. The next game, we'll see the Chiefs coming off that brutal loss at home versus the Bills last week, which just looked so bad. I mean, if you want to talk about a team that had super high expectations coming off back-to-back Super Bowl uh, appearances, plus one one of those a win, and then all of a sudden it just looks like the wheels are falling off the, this car. I mean, it is just crazy how the mighty have fallen. But, I mean, my brother during our podcast said, you know, one of the reasons that the Bills were able to pull that out was the rainstorm that ended up hitting that stadium second half. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, for me, I think that my issue with the Chiefs is that they have a couple of phenomenal players, and then what else? That's the one thing that I keep noticing week in and week out is that you got Hill, you got Kelsey, you got Mahomes, and then after that, you got guys. And so if those guys aren't all uh, firing on all cylinders, as they say, another sports cliche, as I try not to be the cliche monster, but usually am. So, um, but if they're not firing on all cylinders, there it is again. Where do they turn? And I'm not quite sure. So the Chiefs are going to head in to Washington here. The football team is going to be six and a half point dogs at home today. The Sharps, they don't mind that. They're going to come in on the football team. Meanwhile, the tickets and the money are heavy on the Chiefs. 83% of the tickets are on the Chiefs, 62% of the money. The over-under in this one is 54, so expecting some points out here, probably so, because that vaunted football team defense earlier in the year turned out to be a whole bunch of nothing. I mean, that that line for as much as everybody talked about them has been chopped up, spit out, and has not really had much of an impact, nor has the rest of that defense. I mean, if there's anything out of the football team that you've liked in 2021, it's been Heineke because he's been throwing the ball all over the field, and with the exception of a bad game last week, has looked pretty good. So anyway, the injury report is going to look like this. The Chiefs are going to be out. Chris Jones, defensive end, he really has not had the year that they had expected. They moved him out from DN, from D-tackle, maybe a little bit last year, but definitely this year. And then he hasn't really gotten going. Their whole defensive line has not really been working well, nor has their entire defense. I mean, the defense has just been so bad. Tyreek Hill was questionable coming into the game. He is going to be a go. Um, Other questionables, though, linebacker Anthony Hitchens and then offensive guard Joe Thune. So that's a a big question because that line is not good to begin with. So if you then have injury on top of poor performance – yeah, you know, I mean, one would think that uh, with a, a defensive line such as the one that the football team has, there is the possibility to once again on another Sunday, or I guess Monday or Thursday, depending on when they play, but to have another game watching 
Pat Mahomes run around like crazy trying to make things happen. For Washington, uh, Curtis Samuel, the wide receiver, is going to be out. Their running back, Antonio Gibson, he's just going to battle through that shin injury, as we mentioned in weeks past. That sounds as though it's not going to be something that goes away, so he's just going to have to battle it through as the year goes on. And then there was an issue at wide receiver with Terry McLaurin all of a sudden popping up on the injury report on Friday. He did not practice, but Coach Ron Rivera said that was precautionary. So it looks as though he's going to be a go as well. But obviously a Friday mispractice is something of note. So right now, the while all the tickets are on the Chiefs and a lot of the money, those have actually come down quite a bit as the week has gone on. So like I mentioned, the tickets currently are 83% in favor of the Chiefs, but that's down from 86 The real thing of note is the money, right? Big money has come from 81% earlier in the week all the way down to 62 So in that regard, the Washington football team has gotten a little bit of love here, which probably is why the spread came a half a point down to, whoa, that will happen there on my throat. Uh, came half a point down to six and a half points. Next game up is the Panthers. They are going to be home. They are going to be another home dog. So literally right now of the four games we talked about, Three of them are home dogs. The Giants home dog, football team home dog, and now the Panthers. The Panthers coming off that loss last week to the Eagles are going to be hosting the Vikings. They are going to be two-and-a-half-point favorites or two-and-a-half-point dogs now. The Vikings actually have gained some love because earlier in the week they were only a one-point favorite. Now it's all the way up to almost a field goal at two-and-a-half. The Sharps are going to come in on the Vikings. The tickets are in on the Vikings at 56%, and then the money is siding with the Panthers at 55%. is the over-under. Injury report coming out of Carolina right now. The Vikings, uh, nothing really big of note. Panthers, obviously, is the news. Christian McCaffrey, the running back, just got thrown back on the IR to all fantasy owners. Chagrin. It's like, oh man, we just lost him again. We lost him, we thought we were getting him back, and now we don't. So, Everybody who owns Chuba Hubbard, I mean, that's a completely different story. Those people are stoked because they're going to get another three weeks out of him. Um, So Shaq Thompson, he is also going to be out the linebacker. And if there's anything else, I don't see it here. So the big thing right now is Christian McCaffrey. Although Shaq Thompson uh, is also of note, but he has been banged up previously. So the Vikings, two and a half point favorites now. And not only that, the Vikings have also been seeing a lot of money flow in their way. So earlier in the week, the Panthers had both the ticket and the money ownership but that has now shifted. The The tickets were 42% on, in favor of the Vikings. Now that's up to 56 like I had mentioned. And meanwhile, uh, the money had just ticked up a little bit. But tickets are starting to pile in on the Vikings, and that something has impacted that spread because that has gone up from 1 to 2.5 there. My brother took the Vikings. I took the Panthers. Uh, I haven't mentioned the games previously, but... Uh, Uh, My brother and I took the Rams. Uh, We were split in the Colts and the Texans. He took the Colts. I took the Texans. Uh, He took the Chiefs, and I took the football team. And in this one, we're split again. He is going to take the Vikings. I am going to end up taking the Panthers. 
So let's fly out to Baltimore from Carolina. So we're going to head up the East Coast a little bit, where this is one of the two best games of the week. And this is the Ravens hosting the Chargers. Right now, the Ravens are two-and-a-half-point favorites. That was three earlier. It has come down a little bit. But the Ravens, now we noted during the podcast that you were going to see a lot of these numbers move. Because when we recorded our show, the Chargers had 93% of the tickets and 93% of the money. And that was just off. So as the money finally started coming in, things have adjusted. So here is the new layout. So right now, the tickets are coming in in favor of the Chargers, 63%, and the money's coming in on the Ravens, 56%. So you've got pros versus Joes lining up here as the money's on one side, the tickets are on the other. The Sharps have not taken an angle, and that leaves the over-under, which for this game is going to be 51 points. So uh, the injury report... Of note here, your Chargers lost Drew Tranquil. He has had an okay year there at linebacker, but he is going to be out with a chest injury. The one name that you have heard about more so than Drew Tranquil, though, is wide receiver Mike Williams, who has had a year and a half. He was questionable with a knee injury, but it looks as though he is going to play. So, the Ravens are going to be out. Sammy Watkins, he had a thigh injury, and he is not going to be able to battle back from that one. Otherwise, they have a couple of questionables of note. Uh, Deshaun Elliott and Geno Stone, the two safeties, they are questionable. And then Villanueva is also questionable. Uh, he was limited in Friday and did not practice on Thursday. He's been banged up for a couple weeks here. So, anyway, the... Ravens are going to be getting a lot of love as the week went on. Also, because the money, like I said, came up from 7% in each of those up to 37% tickets and 56% money. So the flow of money and tickets has come in on the Ravens. The Chargers are still owning the uh, owning the ticket pool. So I ended up taking the Chargers on this one, as did my brother. So we got it at three. So we ended up getting the worst line here as we took that earlier in the week. So... That is not a lock. That was supposed to be a whistle because we're shifting games and we're shifting locations and we're leaving Baltimore and we're heading out to Detroit where we are going to see another home dog, yet another home dog. And by the way, if I'm not mistaken, I think there's nine of them this week. So ton of home dogs in this one. This is another one. Lions, Bengals. Bengals favored three and a half. That has stayed that way all week. Right now, the Bengals have the ticket ownership at 53% and 60% of the money pool. The Sharps are going to come in on the Lions, the over-under at 46 and a half. As for injuries, well, the Bengals, they're going to be out uh, guard DeAndre Smith. Joe Mixon is really the name that has been thrown out because he has been battling that ankle injury. So they believe he is going to go. But if he can't go, it gets a little screwy because uh, Perrine was his backup. But he is on the COVID-19 <laughs> reserve list, so he's not even going to be able to play. So if those guys can't go, it looks as though Chris Evans would be the 
person toting the rock the most uh, with the rushing duties for the Bengals. As for the Lions, the Lions have a smattering of injuries. DeAndre Swift has the groin. Jamal Williams has the hip. They're both questionable. TJ Hawkinson's questionable. Trey Flowers is questionable. Flowers has been on that injury report all year long. So the Detroit running back behind Swift and Williams is Godwin Iguabiku. Never heard of him. Have no clue. I'm not really sure that it matters. So let's take a look at what is going on in regards to the gambling. So earlier in the week, the Bengals owned the tickets and the Bengals owned the money. And now the Bengals still own the tickets, although that has come down a little bit. The money has come in quite a, a, a a bit more. So earlier in the week, the Bengals had 53% of that ticket pool or of the money pool that's gone up to 60%. The Sharps are, they've got, they're dug their heels in here. They're going to be on the Lions, of course. That seems like a complete Lion play, or a complete Sharp play, I should say. My brother and I, we both sided with the Bengals. This is Joe Burrow, baby. This is going to be a Joe Burrow special. And the Lions, I mean, they grind it out. They do, but they have the lesser quarterback. And even though they're playing really hard for their coach, that team and that roster is really just simply a mess. So Lions, Packers, Bears, oh my. Yes, NFC North battle is the next game on the slate. This one in Soldier Field. And the Lions obviously not playing in this one. They can't play in two games, dummy. They are not in it. It is the other two teams I mentioned, the Packers and the Bears. So Chicago hosting the Packers, another home dog. Right now, this game has actually gone up from 4.5 to 5.5. So a full point swing in favor of of the Packers. Packers, obviously, the road favorite here. They are also the ticket favorite at 76% and a big money favorite as that number is now up to 86% of the money pool is in on the Packers, up a full 10% from earlier in the week. The Sharps are going to end up taking the Bears, and then the over-under for this game is 44 points. What's happening? Oh, my, my youngest son, my six-year-old Mason, has joined the podcast. And what's going on with your teeth? So the, so the football yeah? actually was my tooth. The football was your tooth? No, um, it knocked my tooth out. Oh, you got hit by the big, gigantic, stuffed Giants football in your mouth, and your tooth is getting knocked out. Yeah. I see. I see that it, there's a big gap there now. Wow, pretty cool. Well, guess what? I will come up there. We'll take a look at that in a little bit, and we'll see if we can't get a tooth there for the Tooth Fairy. Get you some extra cash, maybe, for some V-Bucks or Robux or something like that. How does that sound? And monkey monkey money, of course. And monkey money, yes. Monkey ball or balloons ball or whatever that, that app is that you play. So, okay, so now that that happened... Let's get back to where we were. Uh, I believe we were talking about the Bengals and the Lions, and we both picked the Bengals, my brother and I. Then we went to Chicago, and that's where we were. We were talking about the Packers. So my brother and I both took the Packers in this one. Like I said, the money pool has flown into the Packers, so the Packers seeing a ton of love. The over-under was 44, and then that leaves the injury report and anything big of note here. And as we look... Um, you know, the, it, 
Den- the tackle for the Packers, Dennis Kelly, is doubtful with a back injury. Cornerback uh, Kevin King is doubtful, or he's actually out with a shoulder injury. And then the Bears have a ton of injuries. I mean, you could just go through it, look for yourself. But you have big names there like Allen Robinson, Khalil Mack, I, I mean, uh, Keem Nix. It's just, you know plentiful with uh, significant players for the Bears, but the big name is Damian Williams, the running back, who is coming in to replace uh, Montgomery, but then he got tested positive for COVID-19, so he's on the reserve list, and it doesn't look like he's going to play today. So now he's going to be replaced by uh, Khalil Herbert, and so that is who's going to man the backfield for the Bears. Uh, This looks to be a teaser special from everything that I've heard, with the Packers only favored by 5.5, and and teasing that one, taking the 6, and then just making that a coin flip game. That is the one thing I have heard a lot uh, as the week has gone on, and especially especially this morning, is a Packers tease here. But uh, we took it both. It was 4.5 earlier in the week, so we took it with a 4.5. It's 5.5 now. I probably would take it with a 5.5. I don't know what the Bears... I mean, you want to talk about bad teams. We mentioned this on Wednesday, is that there is just a lot of bad teams in the NFL, and the Bears are one of those teams. And even though they drafted Justin Fields and he was supposed to come in and help you know turn this franchise around, he's a rookie... He's rough around the edges, and I'm not sure he's got a lot of talent around him. So right now, Packers, five and a half, we'll both take them. And that wraps up the 1 o'clock game. So the 4 o'clock games will kick off, and we will give you the worst of the bunch. We will give you the Raiders going into Denver, facing off against the Broncos. Obviously, the Raiders team in flux. They lost John Gruden after last week. And, if, you know, I, people have watched the game. I have watched the game. And I think everybody knew what was coming down the sideline because, I mean, they got beat up by that Bears team. And it looks like they didn't even get off the plane. That was just terrible. So anyway, they will now travel to Denver and face off against the Broncos. The Broncos had the game last week where they had a quarterback in question because Teddy Covers was injured, but then he came back from that concussion and played. So anyway, Bridgewater comes back and he ends up playing versus the Steelers, but it didn't matter as they end up losing to the Steelers. So that was a little bit of a shock because they did have their quarterback ready to go and they lost that one anyway. So this would probably look to be that get-right game. They are going to be home favorites by four points here. That is up half a point from earlier in the week. Right now, they are a slight favorite in terms of the tickets and the money pool. 53% of the tickets, 54% of the money. The Sharps have not taken a team, and the over-under is 44 points. So the injury report shows the that let's find it. I had it right in front of me and then my son came and flipped everything around on me. Not that I don't think the injury report is going to be that big of a deal this week but it's always good to note who is banged up. So for the Raiders you have Jonathan Hankins, their defensive tackle who is doubtful. For the Broncos, uh, nothing really. I, you know, Mike Ford, the cornerback, is out. Melvin Gordon is questionable as is Kareem Jackson, the safety um, you know, Melvin Gordon has that hit, but he's played, and then Kareem Jackson has the back the back injury. So I, I don't I, Gordon. I mean, he was limited for two of the last uh, uh, last two days of the week. He missed Wednesday, but I mean, a running back, 
veteran running back. They're going to give a lot of rest. And then Kareem Jackson, he was a full participant Friday, so it doesn't look like that's going to be any uh, any significant injury there for the Broncos. So the one thing that you do want to take note of is that the money has come in on the Raiders as the week has gone on. So early in the week, the tickets and the money were 68% and 69% respectively, and that has come down to 53 and 54. So even though the Broncos are still a slight favorite in regard to the tickets and the money, the Raiders have seen more money come their way. Obviously, Wednesday, 4 o'clock betting is rather early to talk about, so you know that adjustment might be organic, but it is to note that the Raiders are getting a little bit of love here as the week has gone on. So the next game up is the Cowboys and the Patriots. This is yet another home dog. The Pats are three-and-a-half-point underdogs here taking on the Cowboys. Cowboys are pretty much locked in as a favorite for the tickets and the money pool. 77% of the tickets, 73% of the money. Uh, The Sharps are going to come in on the Pats, and the over-under is 50-and-a-half points. So the... Cowboys are going to own both eggy picks for this week. We took the Cowboys. Three and a half points for the Cowboys isn't a lot for an offense that scores a ton. I mean, they really do. And you've seen that the money has come in a little bit on the Cowboys as the week has gone on. Gone up from 64 up to 73. The Pats are going to be looking to rebound. They need to get a, uh, a win in the books here. They need to turn things around and get going here. Damian Harris is the question mark for them. He has the uh, he had the rib injury that they battled last week. Uh, he w- uh, didn't look like he was going to play but he's practiced a little bit, and so it looks like he's going to be a go. They almost lost that game last week versus the Texans. They really could get the, a nice win here versus the Cowboy team, but very questionable seeing how they have not performed at a high standard in this calendar year. You know, they, they lost a big game that was heralded versus the Buccaneers two weeks ago, and then they have to come from behind to win last week's game. It's like, geez. But they're going to have a couple of things going their way in this one as they're going to be out Shaq Mason again, but they're going to uh, get uh, Trent Brown back. Sean Wade, he the cornerback, he's going to be out with an injury. Damian Harris, like I mentioned, he is going to be in. As for the Cowboys Limited, are, they've got a bunch. They've got Ezekiel Elliott, Elliott, Randy Gregory, the defensive end, safety, Demonte Kazee and Donovan Wilson, tackle Tyron Smith, cornerback Trevin Diggs, right? Obviously the the Diggs that you've heard about now for six weeks as he just picks ball off and picks ball off. Of note though, the pro football focus was on NFL, if you subscribe to them, but they were on NFL talking about uh, this game and Trayvon Diggs, even though he's got lead the league in interceptions, he's only ranked 11th in actual coverage. So, uh, like I said, the Eggie brothers are going to be picking the Cowboys in this one, the three and a half, and 51 is the over-under. I kind of like the under in this one based on the fact that the Pats don't really score. I mean, they simply don't. Look at their scoring production throughout the year, and you'll see that it has not been strong at all. So 51, I thought, was a little heavy for that. And our final 4 o'clock game is the good one. It is the Browns taking on the Cardinals in Cleveland. This game is screwy as all can be because Cliff Kingsbury ends up... 
failing mm-hmm. his COVID-19 test. So their head coach is going to be out. He is not going to be coaching this week. You know, Usually the big injuries are on the player side, but this week it's not. It's on the coach's side. So as Kingsbury is out, they are going to leave the offensive play calling duties to Sean Kugler and Spencer Whipple. And if you have no clue who those guys are, I'll tell you. So Sean Kugler is the offensive line coach and run game coordinator, and Spencer Whipple is the assistant wide receiver coach. So they are going to be manning the offense for Kingsbury's uh, Cardinals here in Cleveland. Now, as for the Browns, they're three-point favorites. They are a trifecta bet here as they have the Sharps, tickets, and money all on them. However, the money has seen a big swing here as the week went on. Earlier in the week, it was at 81% of the money pool was in on the Browns. That is spiraled all the way down to 51. So they're just a hair above being an underdog here or just a split. So the Browns have seen money going against them as the week has gone on. So uh, the two of us, we both picked the Browns in this one. That was before the Kingsbury uh, elimination, if you will, due to COVID. So I, I really struggle sometimes given the Browns credit. But right here, I was cautious about... Arizona being able to pull off uh, what has gotten them to this undefeated stature. And that is basically, what do you call it, running around. Uh, oh, my God, I just forgot the quarterback's name. That's what happens here when you do a solo show. And anyway, Kyler Murray is who I'm talking about. And well, my, Murray just running around, throwing the ball around, making things happen by dragging plays out. Um, I, I just had a question that he was going to be able to pull that off against this kind of defense. But, again, this defense, even though it has been really good, it was not good last week against the Chargers as they had that you know 80-something-plus uh, point total game there. They lost 49 to 42 or something like that, 47 to 42, uh, whatever it was. I think it was 89 points, so 47 42, I think, was the final. But uh, that had knocked them down. Now, two weeks prior, they were third ranked DVOA defense, and then they slipped all the way. But the Browns' defense is good. That's the point. The Browns are actually now going to be out Nick Chubb. So their starting running back is going to be out with a calf injury. Also, Kareem Hunt, who is basically the 1B to Kareem Hunt's 1A, he is questionable with a wrist and a knee injury. Now, you want to go over to the Browns' defense. There is question marks everywhere. You have Jadavion Clowney, Miles Garrett, uh, Denzel Ward. Then their line, Jack Conklin, Jedrick Willis Jr., who was uh, out last week. Um, They're all questionable with various injuries. So, I mean, if the Cardinals have anything going their way, even though they lost their quarterback, it's that the Browns' entire roster is completely banged up. It was It's really crazy. As for Hunt, we know that Chubb is out, but Hunt was limited on on Friday. So it, he didn't even get a full full day in there. Uh, Miles Garrett, big note, he was limited the final two days. And Newsom and Ward, they were uh, Newsom, Craig, Greg Newsom, uh, second, uh, the cornerback. I forgot to mention him. He's injured too. But those two guys were limited throughout the week. So who knows it, it, what the hell happens with this, which is probably the best game of the week, if you ask me. We both went with the Browns. We will see what happens at 4 o'clock. I mean, this is the game to watch. So that leaves two other games left to talk about for our 
whatever, our gambling update here. And the first game is going to be our Sunday night game. Okay game, I guess. I mean, it's got a little bit of substance. The only thing that stinks about it is that <laughs> the Seahawks are one of the teams that don't have the quarterback. So it would have been all right with the Steelers hosting the Seahawks with the Seahawks having uh, a full squad there. But they are going to be out, uh, Russell Wilson and Chris Carson. So they're starting quarterback and their starting running back are both out in this one. So, you know, in hindsight, I don't know if it makes a great game. But look, Geno Smith, he you know, he's going to get a full week of work with the ones this going into Sunday night. So maybe he looks a little bit better uh, than he did last week. As for the Steelers, right, they're still trying to figure out what this Steeler team is. Are they the shitty team that performed bad the first couple of weeks? Or are they the team that performed a little bit better in a couple of past weeks? I mean, who the hell knows, right? So the Steelers right now are a five-point favorite. They are... Also, the Sharps liking and the tickets liking, the tickets in on the Steelers at 66%. The money has gone over to the Seahawks. They now own the majority percentage of the money pool at 56%. And that actually has gone up from earlier in the week, almost a full 10 percentage points. So the money really coming in here on the Seahawks as the time has gone on. 53 is the over-under for this one. And then as we go to the injury report, which we just spoke about a little bit. For the Seahawks, Chris Carson is out. Russell Wilson is out. As for the Steelers, they lost Juju last year for last week for the year with the shoulder injury. Defensive tackle Carlos Davis is also out. So, um, you know, it'll give you something to watch on a Sunday night. I don't know if it is what everybody wanted or expected, but, um, you know, at least before the injuries, but it'll give you something to, you know, watch as you get ready for your week to start. And I guess you can at least see if Geno Smith turns it around and, you know, tries to uh, reclaim his uh, starting role from years past, even though it really wasn't that long of a run there with the uh, Jets as the starter. And then, obviously, you know, you're going to watch the Steelers and you're going to want to see if Big Ben has anything left in the tank. I mean, people have been trying to tear him down since the start of the season and he has not looked good. So if there's a get-right game, the get-right game, it's should be this one here tonight. So the final game of the week is the Monday night football game. Bills in Tennessee facing off against the Titans. The Titans are last home dog. Yes, the Bills are favored by five and a half in this one. They own 72% of the tickets, and they own 92% of the money. Those numbers have basically stayed the same throughout the week. The tickets have come in a little bit more on the Titans as the week's gone on. The Sharps have come in on the Titans. Uh, My brother and I are split. I am going to take the Bills. My brother ended up taking the Titans. Over-under in this one is 53.5 points. And as for the injury report, I mean, just tune in tomorrow before the game to see what the deal is. Because right now the Bills have nobody on the injury report. And the Titans, you know, I mean, it's still a day. So you'll find out about those movements uh, before kickoff uh, Monday night. So, uh, so anyway... uh, 
that wraps it up, I guess, as I'm looking here and trying to see if there's anything else to note. Not really. Monday Night Game at this point is kind of far away away. So we will put a lid on it here and wish you all the best for your Sunday afternoons of watching football or like me going to coach rec soccer or whatever it might be. And we will talk to you Whenever. Obviously, always on Wednesday, if I can get something in before that. I know for a fact I'm going to do the John Gruden podcast. uh, Podcast about John Gruden, I should say. uh, Here in the next day or two. So that'll be the next time you hear from me. As for my brother, you will hear from the both of us on Wednesday. Peace. Audi 5000.